Welcome to Behind the Fiction, the book lovers podcast, where we deliver interviews, insights, and ideas to passionate book lovers who want to stay in the stories they love. I'm Stephen Campbell, and this is episode four for August 12th, 2019. And today's guest is Rami Vance. The second book in the popular Middengard series, Late to the Party, is being released today at Amazon, and Rami and I get into that as well as his exploits, his very funny exploits in photobombing. Before we get to the show, did you know that we also produce video episodes for most of these podcasts? You can find them at the LMBPN YouTube channel. Just visit YouTube.com and search on LMBPN, or you can find the link to the LMBPN channel in the show notes for each episode. While you're there, please click on the red subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. Rami Vance, welcome back to Behind the Fiction. It seems like you were just here a week ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, that, that's the thing about rapid releases. Like, it just happens so quickly. And, uh, you know, you just spend months and months and months preparing for this moment. And then it just, you know, much like the climax of a well-paced book, it just goes. Yes. So, and as a reader, fun. then you say, when's the next book? And if it's like <laughs> a week from now, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so today we're talking about book two in the series, which is Late to the Party. We're only going to – we'll talk about the book a little bit because not everybody would have read book one yet. But uh, before we before we came on, my wife asked me who I was going to be talking to, and I, I said it was, was Rami, and, and she'd had the opportunity to meet you in Las Vegas, and she says, right. oh, the, the photo bomber. And that cracked me up. And I'd like to uh, take some of your photobomb exploits and just kind of clip them into the video here so people who are watching on the YouTube channel can see that. But when you started posting those after the 20 Books Conference last year in Las Vegas, it was just every time I would see one, it would just crack me up. Well, and, and you know what's hilarious about it is that's part part of the reason how I got Andrew Lee's attention uh-huh. was so so I was sitting with Martha Carr who knows Andrew Lee quite well obviously right and uh, uh, I was uh, she went to take a picture with him or something I can't quite remember how it happened and I went on the other side and I just kind of stuck my head in and then Martha was like you know it'd be funny. If you did that with everyone, and that's exactly what I did. I And I went to authors like I had never met before, and I was just like, do you mind if I take a picture with you? And they're like, sure. And I'm like, okay, you look at the camera. I'm going to look over here. And, and then they're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm just doing – I'm just having a little bit of fun, and then I just walk away. And then sure enough, I'd release the photobomb series, and I would tag them in the photos – and uh, and then they would get it, and, you know, and it, it actually was it was really great icebreaker, I have to say. Yes. And I no spoilers, but I have a plan for this Vegas, too. So. Oh, OK. And that is the 20 Books Conference coming up in November of 2019. Um, speaking of writing and writers, you just finished up a conference in Edinburgh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, to 20 books Edinburgh. Um, so I, when I had met uh, Craig in uh, Craig Martell in Vegas, uh, you know, I went up to thank him for the conference and all of that stuff. And um, I said, you know, it'd be great. 20 books Edinburgh. 
And he said, no way. Go, you know, he basically like, like, I really felt like I committed some horrible sin against him because his reaction was so viscerally negative. And then uh, I think maybe like two weeks later, there was an announcement in 20 books. We're having a 20 books Edinburgh and Rami Vance is organizing it. He didn't tell me directly. He told me through that post. And then I kind of contacted him and I, went, I saw that post of yours. And he was like, yeah, yeah, we're doing it. Uh, go find the venue. It's like, okay. So. Yes. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, the story behind the story of, of that conference. And this was unlike the normal 20 books conference, which are almost exclusively about indie publishing. This had a writing component as well. Yeah, that's right. We had uh, a day and a half of writing at the front end so that people could kind of come early. And then we had, I think, three and a half days at the, the back end. And the conference was right in the middle. And then what we did was we, we had got in a whole bunch of rooms. It was like a little castle, that um, kind of a, a big manor house, you know, where Bruce Wayne would live, basically. Of course, yes. Yeah. And uh, we put, uh, we each room was a different genre. So you had the urban fantasy, sci-fi, romance. We even had a little room for nonfiction. And we made sure that each room had a, a head. Um, someone who is a very big, you know, heavy, um, high-end performer mm -hmm. in that genre. Uh -huh. So, yeah, and Craig took the sci-fi uh, room, so, as an example. Now, did you do any writing there, or were you just sort of managing and et cetera, et cetera? Yeah, I did do, I did a lot of editing, actually. I was, I mostly was editing uh, Middengard Book 3. Okay. So, while I was at the conference, so, and but, so that, uh, no. that book is coming out. We, we talked about this last time, your rapid release program. It was like one week between one and two and then two weeks, I think, between two and three. Correct. That is the fingers crossed hope. Um, uh, we, we will see. It, we're cutting it to the wire. I think we're going to make it just fine. Uh, it's with the editor now. And so it's all about making sure that, you know, we dot our I's and cross our T's because, you know, we don't want to give a subpar book out there. Mm -hmm. uh, if it doesn't come out in two weeks, it'll definitely come out in three. But we're pretty sure two weeks will hit that uh, deadline. Okay. Well, without giving away anything that, that may have happened in book one, can you tell us a little bit about book two? Yeah. In book two, our hero, Robert Suzuki Fletcher, finds a book which um, basically tells him any story he wants it to tell. This is a very minor subplot uh -huh. and basically has no influence over the main part of the book. But I just thought, how cool would it be to have a book that just tells you any story, you know, and it tells you the story you need to hear at the moment, right? You know, uh -huh. so you just pick it up and it starts telling you a beautiful story. And I have given you nothing away about the book itself. So go read it just for nothing else for that sweet little subplot. Plot. That is really uh, cool. You, yeah, I thought so too. I thought for a writing world and you know, kind of that never-ending story vibe of things, that I thought that was uh, a fun magical item to own. Doesn't really influence the <laughs> main plot line, though. <laughs> <laughs> but fun and something you can talk about in interviews about in, in, for book two. That's right, without giving anything away. Yeah. What's it like writing with Michael? Because <laughs> you, you, we mentioned uh, last week you have written with other co-writers, but I'm guessing that writing with Michael is slightly different. Yeah, it, it is. It is different. Uh, uh, 
I mean, so it, it's funny because, like, so first of all, he he has a very kind of specific approach to character development and style and kind of you know what he refers to as the beats mm-hmm. of a story. So for me, when I typically write a book, um, what I will do is is I'll kind of approach it from characters, which was the same with Michael. Like we start we we started with the premise, then we built the characters. But where it varies is I will identify kind of the five key moments in any story. Uh-huh. And these are kind of like the linchpin moments of a story, the, the driving force of the story. Whereas with Michael, he really wanted every chapter kind of organized with anywhere from five to 20 points. Mm-hmm. And so kind of getting into that outlining mode was um, was was a, it was a shifting of gears. Uh, the other thing that, like, I, I mean, it was really great. I mean, first of all, just Michael is, you know, like, he's just a never-ending well of story ideas, right? And so you come to him with a story problem or a plot problem, and he'll have, like, 20 fixes. And a lot of times you walk away from that conversation going, well... I don't know which one's the best one to use because I literally have five things that would be awesome to do, and I'm not sure which one to go with. Um, and, you know, and then you kind of have to, you kind of realize that all of them work, so just pick one and kind of go with it. Uh, so that that's a lot of fun. But the other thing, and this was the one thing that uh, probably was the most interesting aspect of co-authoring with someone like um, with Anderley was that. Um, he's all into having fun, Mm -hmm. right? And so typically speaking, like, you know, because I've been classically trained as a writer and, you know, and I spent a lot of time developing the craft. And one piece of advice you hear over and over and over again is don't put anything in the plot that doesn't, uh, sorry, in the story that doesn't contribute to the plot. And Michael will be like, is it fun? And it's like, yeah, that book is fun. Does it contribute to the plot? No, not really. Yeah, we'll throw it in. Right. It's very different on that level. So, yeah, that is a lot different. And, and that sounds like that's where you got the, the magical book that you, you mentioned earlier. It, it's something yeah. that doesn't really drive the plot, but it's fun. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it worked. And, it, and, and it, you know, and because life isn't always about driving the plot, is it? So. Right, right. So, all right, Rami, thank you very much. Uh, I'll have links to where people can contact you in the show notes. We'll talk again in a few weeks. And at that time, we can talk about how the series is is doing because we don't know that just yet. (laughs) Excellent. I'm very excited. Take care.